Hello, and welcome to the PCOS Diva podcast. My name is Amy Medling. I'm a certified health coach, and I'm the founder of PCOS Diva. And my mission is to help women with polycystic ovary syndrome find the tools and knowledge they need to take control of their PCOS so they can regain their fertility, femininity, health, and happiness. And if you haven't already, make sure you check out PCOSDiva.com because there I offer tons of great free information about PCOS and how to develop your PCOS diet and lifestyle plan so you can begin to thrive like a diva. Look for me on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as well. Now let's get started. Chances are when you were given your PCOS diagnosis, you were told by your doctor to lose weight, get to the gym, go on a low-carb diet. I know I received that advice, and I spent much of my 20s and early 30s feeling and thinking like a victim, eating sugar-free, Splenda-sweetened, low-carb food, counting Weight Watcher points, killing myself on the treadmill, and I didn't feel better despite all of those efforts. But really, since changing to a diva lifestyle, eating, moving, and thinking like a diva, eating lots of whole, nutrient-rich foods, moving my body in ways that feel good, and focusing on a more abundant mindset, I've reclaimed my health and my life. So my podcast guest today would probably say that while moving from the diet soda drinking, tired, moody mess that I was to the happy, healthier diva, I also changed my vibrational frequency from a low vibe person to a high vibe person. So I'm really excited to share this whole concept um, of vibration with you from um, author Robin Openshaw. She has a wonderful new book called Vibe Unlock the Energetic Frequencies of Limitless Health, Love, and Success. And I'm so happy to welcome you, Robin, to the PCOS Diva podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you, Amy. So I want to give our listeners just a little bit more information about you. You're the author of 15 books, including bestsellers, The Green Smoothies Diet, and 12 Steps to Whole Foods, and Vibe will be released by Simon & Schuster on October 31st, uh, 2017. You're a former psychotherapist, university professor, and you've lectured in over 450 cities in the past six years after launching your popular site, Green Smoothie Girl. You're a single mom of four children, and I love this part. You ski, play tennis competitively, and you believe that everything is possible if you leverage the highest frequencies in the universe. So, yeah, so um, I would love to learn more about this concept of high vibration and what does that mean if, for those of um, listeners that have never really heard that, that concept. You know, Amy, I'm going to share with you two quotes that struck me years ago and started me on this research path that led me to this book. And of those 450 cities I spoke in, in one year I spoke in 88 cities on this topic of how to live a high vibration life because it was a missing link for me. I used to be 206 pounds and had 21 diseases, and now I'm a competitive athlete. I solved my son's problem, which was the crisis that brought me to my knees, much like PCOS did for you. And I also had, you know, I had major thyroid problems, Hashimoto's. I was having heart disease issues. I had a giant tumor. I had four autoimmune diseases. And I turned it all around 
shifting to a whole foods diet. And that's what my other books have been about. But I still hadn't resolved some emotional issues, childhood of abuse and trauma, lots of issues. Uh, t- my 20-year marriage ended being a single mom and all that stuff. And I tripped on a quote by Einstein. And he said, and this was way before the world was ready to hear this, he said, everything in life is vibration. And when I first read that a number of years ago, I was really struck by it because I was like, what does that mean? If everything in life is vibration, why do I not understand that? Why is that not internalized for me? I I couldn't even add two more sentences to that. And then as I started to dig, I really quickly came across a quote by Nikola Tesla. And Tesla has just taken the world by storm here, even though he's been dead for many decades. You know, now we have a car that takes us off of needing fossil fuels that will is revolutionizing the world. People are running their entire homes by solar panels because of the discoveries of these early quantum physicists. And so I hope in this interview we get to share a couple of these principles of quantum physics that I talk about in the book Vibe that lead us to understanding our own health and understanding our own happiness, actually, our ability to metabolize emotion based on a, a construct that isn't new, but it just hasn't arrived in personal growth or nutrition and wellness. And that quote by Nikola Tesla is, if you want the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And we might hear that and think, oh, okay, I know energy is, that's, you know, whether I need a cup of coffee today or not, whether I, you know, feel rested when I wake up in the morning, whether I can get my work done without feeling like I need to go take a nap. And I know that this is a huge issue for PCOS sufferers. I have had a few of them very close to me. And I think that in my family, there's, there'd be a tendency there. And if we don't care for ourselves well, we, we will, a lot more of us end up there. And many of us who've received that diagnosis are on a path to discovering what you have. You know, I said to you, you don't, you don't have the physical characteristics of PCOS. And you said, well, that's, that's because I have done a lot of things really intentionally to live in high vibrations. And I love that you, you get that. And, and so if, if Tesla tells us that the secrets of the universe are found in energy, frequency, and vibration, then why are we still evaluating our food choices with these old concepts, these old constructs? And you referenced this, that you lived for many years. Your, your path is similar to mine. And most of the women listening to this have lived through lots of diet fads and roller coasters that didn't serve us well, why are we still evaluating our food based on a 170-year-old concept called calories that, as it turns out, doesn't actually have anything to do with whether we're healthy? It doesn't have anything to do with whether we're happy. And, and yes, the, the frequencies of our food have everything to do with whether we're happy. We should talk about that. But you know what? They don't even have anything. That doesn't even have anything to do with whether we find our ideal weight. It really doesn't. And so why have, why has this, ca- this calorie concept stuck around for, for, you know, so many decades is here's why. It's this dumb of a reason. Because it's only useful to help the food industry standardize. They need something to standardize around. And so it actually helps sell packaged foods and processed foods. I mean, our food industry now is a complex that really prioritizes packaged and processed foods. That's where the money is. And it is not, unfortunately, where the high vibes are. 
So we're also evaluating our food with another pretty useless concept that nobody back when there was one in 200 of us getting cancer instead of one in two like now, nobody thought about this back when cancer was some, you might meet one person in your lifetime who had it, is this idea of slicing and dicing our foods based on grams of proteins, fats, and carbs. It's about as irrelevant to whether we're healthy, whether we're at a healthy weight, and whether we are happy. It's about as useful as calories are. And so the deeper I dug into these principles of quantum physics, which I have found have everything to do with our health, I found that there is data, there is research, and I'm undertaking more research with a PhD scientist named Beverly Rubick, who has two technologies that I'm very excited about, and we're going to be measuring vibrational frequency with gas chromatography, where we'll actually be able to see the energy fields around a person before and after they eat specific foods. Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) So I'm excited about that technology. She has this very expensive Russian technology because it's so visual. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to be doing work with another technology she owns, which is a a biophotonic emissions technology where we're actually measuring the weak light, which light is just a form of energy. It's on the sonic spectrum that, that the weak light emitted by human beings, because, but, but what I want to talk about is actually a different measurement, not biophotonic emissions and not gas chromatography, which we have lots more research we're going to be doing. But I want to talk about the work of Bruce Tainio. He died in 2009. But the reason I like to talk about his research measurements is they're really easily understood. We can grasp them easily because we have electrical fields. We are electrical beings. And this is very important to understand if you want to be healthy and if you want to become symptom-free. And we have magnetic fields. We are magnetic beings. We are attracting, but don't forget about the other side of magnets. We are also repelling all the time. And getting more aware about that has everything to do with your emotional state, which I know you're really interested in that part of the book. And it has everything to do with what you're attracting. So it turns out, that if you build your cells out of higher vibration materials, you are actually a higher vibration human being who is attracting better events, higher quality people, more opportunities. And I I know that you've experienced this in your life, but Bruce Tinyo measured in hertz. And we all understand hertz as a unit of electrical measurement. We, We remember hertz from high school. Some of us even were exposed to measuring electrical energy in hertz in junior high. And Tainio found that healthy human beings had electrical fields measuring between 62 and 68 hertz of energy. So I'll tell you just a couple things as we chat that are the most important things I'm going to tell you, and that's one of them. So remember that, 62 to 68 hertz is what a healthy human being measures. He also measured people with chronic disease states. Specifically, he documented people with a candida overgrowth. Now, whatever the disease state is, because people listening to this, your tribe is PCOS sufferers. And I, I, love, your, I love your branding of diva, because what diva means to, to me is um, that you're picky and that you're not afraid to take time for you. Mm-hmm. That's what it means for me. You're not, you're not afraid to 
you know, make some choices in your life, which women have to get really, really mindful of, that they make choices in their life to be healthy and to, to choose their own health and happiness. I mean, we can't put the gas mask on anybody else, our children or anyone else, without tending to our own our own issues first. So he actually measured people with chronic candida overgrowth. Now, I'm not talking about PCOS. I'm talking about candida overgrowth and um, also people with Epstein-Barr, but fill in the blank, any disease state that your immune system is constantly fighting, he measured them as low as 52 hertz. So see, there's like a 15 hertz differential with someone who's in a chronic disease state, and I think people who are suffering with PCOS will relate to that. It's like, why, why do I feel like I'm just suffering every day? And, and I see other people who are, who are, you know, I hope that you end up with this conversation using new language, the language of these quantum physicists who nobody was listening to them in the 1930s and 1940s, and now their work has changed manufacturing, it's changed physics, it's changed biology. There's a whole field of study now, quantum biology. It's changed medicine. This understanding of vibrational frequency has led to diagnostics like the ECG and the EEG that measure our heart and brain waves. That's just frequencies. Um, this is real stuff. This is not woo-woo stuff. It's led to understanding of lasers where surgeries, so many surgeries are far less invasive now because you can send in a laser that can cut out a diseased organ, cut it up in little pieces and pull it out through a half-inch incision, which makes surgery so much less invasive. Then there, those, all that is is a focused, known killing frequency. Then when you're done with the surgery, you can use you can use a healing laser, and all that is is a focused frequency known to be healing to human cells that will help you heal from that surgery much, much faster. So I just, I just want people to know how much of this concept of frequency and vibration and energy has made its way into mainstream medicine. And what my book does is bring it to the level of you personally. You personally, so that you get clear on it, you're mindful about it, you make choices based on vibrational frequencies. So people with Epstein-Barr, people with chronic candida overgrowth, where the healthy uh, microbiome has been devastated and yeast has gotten the upper hand, 15 hertz, these people take a hit chronically every day, day in and day out, as they live with these disease states. He also measured people who were end-stage cancer patients as low as 25 wow. of energy. So we could still be alive and be 25 hertz of energy. So with that backstory of some actual measurements of, of how widely varying people can be, 62 to 68 hertz being that, that target range for people who are not in a disease state, let me share with you a principle of quantum physics that we explore in the book, which has everything to do with dozens of little micro choices you're making during the day that making a different choice isn't hard it's not painful it's just starting with awareness here's the principle of quantum physics so this is the other most important thing I'll tell you today a substance of a higher frequency can cause a substance of a lower frequency to increase okay so I'll say that again in case anybody's taking notes here a substance of a higher frequency can cause a substance of a lower frequency to increase. And this has everything to do with the food we choose because if we're eating a low frequency food, it's going to bring our vibration down. 
if we eat a high frequency food, it's going to help us increase our vibration. And the reason that actually matters for our happiness, not just our disease state and the ability of our cells to detoxify and to perform their functions well and to not mutate, it actually has to do with our happiness is that you can actually measure the frequency of emotions. And when we are vibrating high, we are more capable of the high frequency emotions. And there's a chart in the book. You can kind of quiz yourself. There's also a quiz in the book to, to help you assess whether you're moderate, high, or low frequency in your day. You don't need a Fitbit or a scientific measurement to know. You know how it feels to be low or high in your vibrational energies. But the high frequency emotions, and I want you to just hear the charge to these words because we all know that these are where we like to live. And I would guess that some of the people that might be listening to this today, Amy, are going to hear this and say, I'm not getting enough of that in my day. I might go days and days and weeks and months without experiencing any of those. Here they are. And, and this is not, I'm not telling you these, these high frequency emotions because I made this up and it's woo-woo. This is documented by the HeartMath Institute and some really fascinating studies they do where they take people into even just 200 seconds of a specific emotional state and you can see on their ECG, which is the, the vibrational field generated by your heart, you can actually see their ECG change and even out and go into higher frequencies. Here they are. Gratitude is the highest one. Creative flow. Have you ever just got, you know, you're writing a book right now. Have you ever just gotten lost for three hours and you can't believe that three hours just passed and you got so much done and you're so excited and happy, creative flow is a high frequency state and we can't really get there when we're living at 52 hertz. Mm -hmm. um, love, peace, compassion, these are some of those high frequency states. We don't have to gut it out to go do service for someone because our, our frequencies actually draw us to other human beings and want to ease suffering. I mean, living in high frequency states is where we feel amazing. It's where we loved the day we just lived, and we go to bed happy, and we fall asleep easily, and we sleep peacefully, and we wake up the next morning excited about the day. We're actually excited about challenges that we have in front of us. Now, let's go to the flip side of that. People living in the low frequencies chronically experience anger, fear. Okay, those are the two lowest frequency emotions, and when you take someone into those states, which is easy enough in experiments to do, literally they drop by 10 and 15 hertz, and how it registers on an ECG, and same thing, the brain waves too, the brain waves are also experiencing this. I mean, in the book, there's a chart, and it shows the exact same person in 200 seconds of anger versus 200 seconds of gratitude, and anger actually looks like, the vibrational frequency of anger actually looks like what it feels like. Thick, sharp, slow, jagged. It's kind of all over the place. There's nothing smooth to it. And then same exact person charting their heart waves in gratitude. Big, like big sine waves, flowing, smooth, consistent, big waves, and flowing. 
So, you know what, what, what you're telling me is reminding me of the work of, um, it's Dr. Omoto in yeah. Japan. With water. With the water and the crystals, um, when you're, um, setting kind of like an intention or praying over those, or even I guess they, he did it with music, like joyful music versus really angry kind of heavy metal and the water crystals are jagged and, um, not symmetric when you're talking about those low vibrational emotions versus the high vibe where they're, you know, symmetrical and beautiful. And, um, and that it's sort of the same principle. It's the exact same principle. And what he did is he took little micro droplets of water and he can freeze them in an instant. And so he froze water droplets as, as well, he spoke words to them that are words, words have charge too. And we know this because, you know, I did a little experiment on my Facebook page a couple, I've done several experiments on my Facebook page just to gather data here about, I said, you know, go back in your, in time to a teacher and tell me something you remember that had you soaring high all day in fourth grade, eighth grade, doesn't matter, that a teacher said to you. And then tell me something that a teacher said that devastated you. And I got hundreds of responses, and I'm talking about people in their 60s who were talking about something that some, that a teacher said to them, and generally in front of the class, but we put teachers on a pedestal, don't we, and they have, they have authority in our lives, that they remembered for 50 years, and still still cut like a knife, or, you know, we, we, we have these associated vibrations with words, and so Emoto would say words of hate and anger as these water droplets froze and they froze in jagged sharp crystals and when he said words of love and peace they froze in the most beautiful organized crystalline structures imagine the structure of a snowflake in nature like that it it, it was again this is like one of those very visual examples that will make a believer out of you if you don't mm-hmm. think that everything in life is vibration so I think this is such a hopeful message for so many women listening that are stuck in that low vibrational state. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just so many things that is within our control. And I think that's what women with PCOS feel so out of control. They feel like, you know, our bodies have betrayed us. You know, we um, don't have the energy to be present in the way we want to with our families. But there's so many things that that are in our control by those little micro choices that we make. And I would love for you to share some high vibrational choices that, mm-hmm. you know, we women listening can kind of make through the day to shift their vibration. Well, first of all, if we just start with food, food is very foundational. And we have been taken through the gauntlet when it comes to all these um, all these diets, and I don't oppose everything about the paleo diet. It's on its way out as a fad, and ketogenic is on its way in as a fad, and I don't say that because they're bad. Um, a lot of people, you know, in, set, in this, the biggest study I've seen about the paleo diet is people define it, the actual person doing the paleo diet defines it as eating more vegetables. And to that end, I like it because vegetables are high-frequency foods. Greens are even higher, higher frequency foods. Those two really should be two different classes of foods, vegetables and greens. They really should be in the same. 
and then even higher than greens, this surprised me, is fruits. But the paleo diet and now the ketogenic diet, which is starting to take over in the diet industry and the manufactured food industry, and I think it's really important to get clear on where these diets come from. They are absolutely a Trojan horse. There has to be a new one every five years because there has to be that Trojan horse that drives in and gets people to want keto-friendly or paleo-friendly or at, it used to be Atkins-friendly or eat right for your blood type-friendly. Mm -hmm. um, it brings behind it $20 billion a year of sales, you know, that are branded to that diet. And so I was saying from the stage five years ago, watch for it because right now, Obsessing about counting grams of protein is the thing, but it will not stay. It cannot stay. We don't, uh, in our economy or the food market, we don't have any real staying power. Something else will come in, and my prediction is that fats will be the new, you know, macronutrient on a pedestal. And here we are, the ketogenic diet, right? Mm -hmm. I just thought that I hate everything about the ketogenic diet, too. It's like, it's like a friend of mine says, uh, one of our probably mutual friends, Amy, he says the, the ketogenic diet is like fasting, only without the health benefits. Uh, bacon and butter are low vibration, okay? Fasting is fantastic because it gives your body a chance to metabolize aberrant cells. It, it's not the ketones. It's not, you know, obsessing over ketones. It's It's that when you give your body a break from eating, like people did for, you know, millions of years, there's like 3.6 million recorded years of human history. You know, when they people didn't eat, which was very natural when they had to go cut, you know, cut, cut or what, go cut the food or raise it or kill it, they went hungry sometimes. And there was no cancer then. Going hungry allows your body to take all that, you know, energy it spends metabolizing food and go kill a bunch of cancer cells. And your white blood cells are optimized, and now you're metabolizing bacterial and viral cells. And the byproducts, those mycotoxins produced by mold and fungus and bacteria and viruses in the body. And so going without food for a few meals fairly often is a fantastic idea. Eating lots of bacon and butter, no, not, so, not such a good idea. You know, the, the issue I have with, paleo diet is if what it means is eating more vegetables great but what it actually is when you actually look at what people actually are doing on the paleo diet they're actually eating even more animal products than the average american does and the average american's already eating too much average standard american diet is 20 percent animal proteins and and just so you know let's let, so to your question of what specific things you can do eat less bacon, hot dogs, stuff like that. I actually eliminated all that stuff from my diet a long time ago. But if you're going to eat animal products, get them from really quality sources where they weren't, you know, trapped in a cage their entire lives and fed GMO, GMO corn. So one of the best things you can do, and this will sound like I'm singing the same song I've been singing since 2007 as Green Smoothie Girl online, is Get up in the morning, and the first thing you do, okay, maybe you can meditate or work out first, but the first thing you do is you make a big blender full of green smoothies because the highest vibration classes of foods are fruits. I mentioned that because paleo diet doesn't like fruit, and the ketogenic diet doesn't either. But just because this weird phase we've been in for 10 years sort of disses fruits doesn't mean that fruits aren't an amazing food. Mm -hmm. So fruits, 
superfoods and greens are the three highest classes of high-frequency foods, and those are the ones that we blend up in our blender. And making a goal of drinking a quart a day is one of the most powerful things you can do, and another most powerful thing you can do, and this sounds really simple, that's really powerful. I'm going to tell you six quick things you can do all at once. Take a break. Identify where your low energy part of the day is because if you're listening to this and you're like most Americans, you're drinking an average of two cups of coffee a day. Coffee will lower your vibe by like 10 hertz. So if you're I can't say I don't never, I never drink coffee. Can't say I don't. I drink it organic. I don't put dairy products or sugar in it. But it actually, in a small case study, lowers your vibration by 10 hertz. So try this instead. Before, before you even think about going and making some coffee, drink a glass of water. Okay, you're an electrical being, and so conductivity is important. And if you're made of over 90% water, drink a glass of water and go outside. All of this is weather permitting, of course, but there's several of these things you can actually do indoors when it's wintertime. After you've had a glass of water, go outside, take your shoes off, and get your feet in the dirt or the grass or the sand. Because you are discharging electrons onto the ground. It is super important. People did it for millions of years. And most Americans now may go months without their body coming in contact with Earth. So not only are you discharging dirty energies that you've picked up from being surrounded by electronics all day, Mm -hmm. being around your toxic boss who is going through a divorce and you have to live in that energy. Remember, a substance of a higher frequency could cause a substance of a lower frequency increase. That applies to people, too. Other people's energy fields that interact with yours absolutely bring you down. And you know that intuitively, but now I'm just attaching some words to it that might be a little bit unfamiliar. But you're discharging dirty energies. But you know what else you're doing is you're picking up antioxidants. And the core of the earth is 528 hertz. It is the most powerful healing frequency known to human beings. It's very, very powerful for human beings. So now I've told you two of the things you're doing at once. Do some yoga stretches while you're out there with your feet and maybe more of your body in contact with earth. And that will get energies moving, okay? Emotions are just energies in motion. You want to get those negative ones flowing through. Yoga has an impact on your emotional state. And you know that if you're a yogi. I mean, I when I went through my divorce, people say, oh, my friends got me through it or prayer got me through it or whatever. I say yoga got me through it. I sort of adopted that right about that time, and it, it absolutely saved me. Do some yoga stretches. Take some deep breaths. Take 30 deep breaths. If you don't have time for that, take 10. Now you're oxygenating your respiratory system, which is increasing the vibration of every respiratory cell, and they have an impact on literally trillions of cells in your body. So now we're at four things. Get in the sun. We know that the sun gives us vitamin D. Vitamin D actually forms an actual literal substance on your skin, and you don't want to go in and take a shower because you're actually washing that substance off from your skin. We know that vitamin D is linked to disease states more than any other nutrient. But here's another thing that happens in the sun. If we are electrical beings, we need charge. And we always got it from the sun, and we always need it from the sun. So you're charging at the same time. So that's five things you're doing at once. And here's a sixth one. The sixth one is choose into a meditative state where you are reviewing in your mind five things you're grateful for go into a state of gratitude. And when you come back in, you're going to get more than that cup of coffee would have ever given you. The energy that you get from that is electrical and it's magnetic. 
and it affects your entire electromagnetic field, which helps you attract better stuff, but also it's really sustainable, and you actually feel better, happier, healthier for hours. Yeah, and it sure beats, you know, well, I, I don't know if it beats a glass of wine. <laughs> but but it's quit. You don't have to go to the store to get it. Um, no, you can do it anywhere, anytime. It's free. I, I just I, um, was very fortunate. My husband um, took me away. 20, 21 years of being married, it's really our first time on the plane. Well, actually, 17 years since we've had kids. Our first time away together since we had children. So, and we went to Aruba for four days, four, three nights. And I'll tell you, just being on that beach with my feet in the sand and facing the sun, um, and we, we picked a, a place that actually had, um, you know, lots of healthy um, options to eat. I came back feeling like a new woman, and now I know why. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we think if we go lie in the grass, or we sit on a beach. I mean, many of us live in a cold place in the winter and we mm-hmm. get on an airplane to go sit on a beach and do nothing. We think that the reason that that feels amazing is because it gives us memories of our childhood, which mm-hmm. is for most of us a, a more carefree time. But there's more. There's mm-hmm. more. There, the, the healing frequencies on the beach come from water, sun, and your feet in contact with earth. Nobody walks around on the beach with shoes usually. Mm-hmm. So be be mindful of that and seek it out. I mean, even when I'm away at a conference and you and I go to a at least one conference a year, the same conference, I will go outside in the middle of the afternoon and I'll find a little patch of grass in, you know, downtown LA, even New York City, believe it or not. I'll find a little patch of grass and I'll go do these things even for a few minutes, whatever time I can manage. And you know what's funny is there's usually somebody else out there with me. Yeah. There's, there's more people figuring this out, that we've lost our connection with the vibrations that are in nature that we're, that are very healing to us, and we'll go find them where we have to. Well, there's so much more information in your book. I mean, we've really just touched the surface. Um, and I, I really want to encourage listeners to read your book and, and to start shifting sort of their way of thinking around um, food, your food, your thoughts, the people that you spend time with, um, that there is this vibrational connection to it all. Uh, would love to hear how we can um, find your book and how we can learn more about your work, Robin. Well, thank you for asking. Um, the book publishes on Halloween, October 31st. 2017. Right now, it's in pre-order on Amazon, so you can get a copy. There's been, um, we've pre-sold 10,000 copies, so it's driven the price down by $10, so you can pre-order it there, but it'll be available for Amazon Prime to ship immediately on October 31st, which you'll probably air it closer to that, so. Yeah, and I um, I have a preview copy that I've read a little bit of, but I always I already love it, and I'll be leaving a, a raving review on Amazon for you, Robin. Oh, God Excellent. bless you. Thank yeah. you so much. That helps us a lot. I know. Reviews are so important. Um, well, it's just been a pleasure sharing this last half hour with um, everyone listening and with you, Robin. Thank you so much for, for coming on the PCOS Diva podcast. It's my great honor. Thank you, Amy. 
Well, if you liked this episode, please don't forget to subscribe to PCUSD on iTunes, the app, or wherever else you might be listening to the show. And if you have a minute, please leave me a quick review on iTunes because I, I read them all and I really love to hear from you. If you could think of someone else that might benefit from this podcast, please take a minute or two to share it with a friend or family member so she can benefit from it too. And please don't forget to sign up for my weekly newsletter. Just enter your email at pcsdiva.com and you'll get instant access and make sure, and we'll also make sure you never miss a future podcast. This is Amy Medling wishing you good health. Look forward to being with you again soon. Bye-bye.